0: Hello everybody, this is Jay Kokorowski from BadgerBlitz.com and welcome to another edition of the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, of course powered by Overtime Media. Thank you for making some time on this Friday. We're recording in the afternoon, just a day away, just a little over 24 hours until Wisconsin ranked number 21 in the initial college football playoff poll takes on Rutgers in Piscataway, New Jersey. SHI Stadium is the place where the game will take place and of course it's at 2.30 p.m. Central Time on the Big Ten Network, and you know we're gonna hear. We had us on Bachelor TV on our YouTube channel, and I kind of wanted us to cross pollinate it, so you'll hear that interview with Chris uh, N- Nolwoski, uh from the Scarlet uh, from the Night Report, which is over at ruckers.rivals.com. Great talk with uh, Chris about everything. We'll get into Greg Schiano's transformation of the program. What's gone well so far. On offense, on defense, and even on definitely on special teams too, which will be, play a big role. So, but before that, I wanted to get into kind of the before. Uh, we, we, you know, talk or we play a discussion with Chris wanted to talk about just, well, we're going to do things a little bit in reverse. Usually we have the Q and a first, and then we get into the keys because it's already played on Badger Blitz TV. We're going to do something where we discuss, uh, give my three keys to the game and then play players to watch. And it's kind of a preview to what we on BadgerBlitz.com in written form in terms of the pre-snap read, where we give our three keys to the game, plus a prediction, but, uh, going first, you know, in the keys of the game for this game, uh, you know, between Wisconsin and Rutgers, you know, the first thing I think is going to be SOS, same old stuff for the Badgers. And that goes into when you talk about uh, really what's made them so good over the past, you know, four games, it's having a a stout defense. And when it comes to stopping the run, limiting on third down, Past couple weeks creating t- turnovers and takeaways, which has led to sudden change opportunities for the offense. Not, um, and then, uh, for that matter, having a run game that's rejuvenated. Wisconsin's had over a thousand yards rushing in the past four contests combined. Uh, Ches Malusi and Braylon Allen, if I'm not mistaken, have rushed for like 891 yards uh, in those four games. So I think that, and then on top of that, um, Winning the turnover battle, and I mentioned that before. You know, Wisconsin plus six in the last two games. That's going to be huge on the road. It doesn't matter, and I think Wisconsin's going to be able to stop Rutgers' offense pretty well. But just even giving a hint of momentum there uh, will will be key. Uh, my second key is just even without Aaron Crookshank, Wisconsin needs to control special teams. You've seen <clears throat> with. Wisconsin giving up a big 96-yard touchdown on a kickoff from Chris Tyree. And that would drastically changed the outcome of Wisconsin when they were up 13-10. Uh, that led to 31 unanswered points for the, for the Fighting Irish in that uh, loss at Soldier Field. And then on top of that, you had, you know, last week, Against Iowa, a 44-yard return by Charlie Jones. Uh, first kickoff of the game. Granted, Wisconsin's defense held because Iowa's offense. We saw what happened there. So, in my eyes, Wisconsin's special teams, those coverage units, need to the kickoff coverage. The unit needs to be better. We have to see how Wisconsin does in the return game, uh, especially with punt uh, and whatnot, and not allowing turnovers or other sudden change opportunities. Uh, and of course, special teams plays we've seen Wisconsin utilize a fake punt and whatnot this year uh, t- for its advantage. Uh, and it, you know, it worked out there, but I would say, you know, with, with Crookshank and many know him from his days in Madison uh, who, you know, for 2018, 2019 really, you know, made an impact as a kickoff return specialist in 2019 two kickoffs returned for touchdowns, one in the Rose bowl against Oregon. So you know, if he and you know, basically he suffered a shoulder injury a few weeks back, he has not played since the Mich- the loss to Michigan State, and Rutgers head coach Greg Sciano essentially just said that they're not sure. You know that they were on, you know, basically, say it was going to be close, um, and this sounds like his status is going to be uncertain for Saturday uh, and whatnot. But even if he does not play, which if he does, that's going to be a big change because Crookshank is a dynamic dynamic you know prolific returner big tens spe- you know return specialist of the year last year already had a, a 62 yard punt return for a touchdown against delaware earlier in 2021 he also is evolved as a receiver i think that's one thing too where they can't they, they, i don't think they're going to allow big plays through the air i don't Noel Verdal isn't necessarily the the can air it out deep compared to a Sean Clifford or even a Cade McNamara. So in my eyes, Wisconsin has ability to shut it down. If Crookshank is able to make a play, they're going to have to tackle him quickly and whatnot. But again, we don't know if he will or will not suit up until probably tomorrow, until before, you know, before kickoff or whatnot. So stay tuned there. Regardless, special teams needs to step up, uh, you know, on the road and, you know, they need to in a big way. Uh, last key in my eyes, and you know, I'm going back and forth. There are a couple other ones I have, but really I think it's going to be, get the passing game going for Wisconsin. And I think there's going to be an opportunity. Uh, Rutgers has given up some big plays through the air this year. They've given up 12 touchdowns in the past four games through the air. Now eight of them came against Ohio state and Michigan state. And we know that they're among the the top 10 teams in the college football playoff rankings at the moment. I think the top five, if I'm not mistaken. And so you know, and so with Wisconsin, you know they're 125th in pa- team passing efficiency rating, and also 125th in, in the mo- in terms of amount of passing yards gained. However, I do feel Wisconsin has an opportunity against Rutgers, based on I'm looking at this with what Rutgers has allowed. They've allowed again against Ohio State and Michigan State over 330 yards each. They ranked 96th in the FBS in team passer efficiency rating. And we saw some positive signs from Graham Mertz on, you know, last weekend against Iowa where you know, he started off nine for 10 at one point was 10 of 12 before he threw nine straight in completions. You saw signs that the passing attack was coming through that they were able to open it up a little bit and that helped and kept Iowa's defense honest and not stacking so many players in the box. And so in my eyes, I think Wisconsin, you know, if I think this might be a week for them. Having Danny Davis, having Kendrick Pryor, and then Chimray DK, but on top of that, Jake Ferguson, there are at least four key targets that, that can get open and make plays. This could be a week where we, we see more, in my eyes, from the, from aerial attack in terms of productivity and consistency. That's the big thing. We've seen flashes out of Wisconsin's passing game, but there hasn't been a lot of you know, it just has been consistency. You've seen last two drives of the first half against Michigan where they go into the halftime only trailing by a field goal. Uh but because they were able to pass in those those drives, you know, Mertz ha- hit hits a wide open, you know, Chimray DK uh and you know, for 36 yard gain and then an 18 yard great completion and catch uh by by DK to make it 13-10 before heading into the locker room uh, against the Wolverines before the wheels fall off in the second half. So, it this team, I think if if they get the passing game going, obviously having balance would be huge, but it's going to be a great compliment. I think they could get it done this week. And uh, again, we'll see. But those are my three keys. Uh, before we get to the interview with uh, Chris from The Night Report and Ruckers.rivals.com. players to watch. I'll do one on each side of the ball. Um, offensively, you know, I'll still say... Um, I'll say Braylon Allen, just because I want to see if he goes over hundred yards for the fifth straight game. He, him and Chaz Malusi have looked really solid, obviously over the past four games. Uh, but the emergence of Allen has been really intriguing as that compliment, you know, six foot two, 238 pound true freshman back. You'll hear it all the time. He's only 17 years old. You hear that on telecast, right? But I think Allen, you know, again, could have a big game Rutgers allows almost 144 yards on the ground per contest. That's on about four yards per carry. Uh, the big games uh, came against Ohio State and Michigan State, ran for 208 and 249 yards, respectively, in early October against Rutgers. I think Wisconsin has a chance to run the ball, and... I think it's going to be a good, you know, this is going to be a good chance for Wisconsin, again, to establish itself, assert itself on the ground and on the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball, uh, which is obviously key in all football games, but especially true with this Wisconsin bunch uh, in 2021. Uh, defensively, I, I think it'll be, I want to see what, you know, the I think, go back to inside linebacker Leo Chanel, um, and, and Jack Sanborn, just what those two. I'll do that as a tie with, between them just to see what this offense can bring. If you guys go to badgerblitz.com's YouTube page, Jack Sanborn discussed just what to expect. We we had that quote, too, in there uh, in our all-out blitz segment where we kind of look at the matchups. I'll, I'll say this out loud. You know, they, he believes that, you know, Sanborn believes that Rutgers is going to try to attack Wisconsin in a lot of different ways. This is some quotes we're quote on, yeah, quote, we're kind of going to expect that they run a tough scheme that really, if we're not involved in our understanding of our rules, understanding of our assignments, uh, that can come back and hurt us. So we're going to have to try to have a good week of prep. We're going to have to really narrow down on what exactly we're going to be doing, what are going to be, what are going to be our rules and kind of assignment football, because they're going to run different schemes. And sometimes we don't see all the time or Yeah because they're going to run different schemes that sometimes we don't see all the time. The quarterback will run the ball. They're going to run RPOs. They're going to do a bunch of different things. And so it's going to be a big week of prep, unquote. So uh, that, again, in my eyes, uh, just uh, Sanborn, in my eyes, too, really, you saw him leave the game with that finger injury that he confirmed after after the game uh, last weekend. And you saw kind of a ripple effect of, of Wisconsin, you know, giving up a touchdown on that. It was a short field, no doubt about that. A 40-yard drive by Iowa, but they gave up big plays uh, on that drive, the biggest plays of the game. And then you know he misses the first three game, three reps, three plays of the you know in another Iowa drive. And he comes back and has a tackle for loss and is key on the third and fourth down stops on those fullback dives. So um, to me, you know, Chanel rightfully deserves all the accolades he gets, but uh, you also see. Sanborn means to this defense, you know, the front seven, you know, the defensive line's doing their work. The outside linebackers setting the edge most, most of the time. Chanel's of course going crazy in the backfield a lot of the times during games, especially recently, but Sanborn, you know, I feel, I feel really has this ability to just, you know, put everything together with the defense and just uh, you saw obviously the big results and he's always been a huge cog in the defensive scheme for Jim Leonard you know, since the 2019 season, and especially the past two years. So anyways, uh, those are my two players of the game. You know, what we'll do right now, we'll we'll play our interview with Chris Nowalski from ruckers.rivals.com talking about Wisconsin and Rutgers. You can hear this also on our YouTube TV YouTube ch- uh, channel. If you just search Badger Blitz, it's easy to find. Uh, we'll wrap it up from there. Uh, we'll, ha- we'll have a quick, in my eyes, yeah, just a quick couple commercials. Come back. Have more here on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, powered by Overtime Media. It's Wisconsin. It's Rutgers. It's a cross divisional clash. Wisconsin leads the all time series three 0 against Rutgers. But on Saturday, two thirty p.m. Central Time, three thirty p.m. Eastern Time, in Pescataway. Wisconsin, and Rutgers will duel once again. And joining us today, you know, really happy to have him on, Chris Nalwaski from the night report that's night and ruckers.rivals.com chris thanks for joining us and first off you know ruckers looks like it's rebounding over chris you know with uh greg Shiano and just what he's doing uh there in new jersey four and four record one and four uh, in the big ten kind of dropped off over the past month uh after a good start just what are you seeing out of the program this year to, to get them to the four and four mark
1: yeah, they they played. Uh, for, uh, first off, thanks uh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, the first couple weeks of the season non conference, they had you know they didn't have the non conference games last year, so it was good to get them back on the schedule. And they really played well. They really forced a lot of turnovers and they scored a lot more uh, at the beginning of the year. And then they ran into the, you know the Michigan, the Ohio State, and Michigan State and back and, and back and back to back weeks. Uh, Northwestern was kind of a letdown. Um, they did have a lot of injuries that game. Uh, the bye week came at a perfect time. Uh, you know, they got rested. They kind of, you know, adjusted some things. And the last week against Illinois, they played the run extre- extremely well, and uh, really, you know, held down the Illinois offense. You know, they had uh, over 300 yards against Penn State the year uh, the week before, and they had and they held Illinois to only only 107, I think it was on the ground. So uh, that was a big reason why they won the game. Uh, the players, you know, they've all doing a good job so far. Um, you know, they still have, you know, a chance to make a bowl game for the first time since 2014. There's still a couple games left in the schedule, a couple winnable games. Uh, I'm not sure about this one uh, against Wisconsin, <laughs> but, uh, you know, the rest of the way they do have some. So.
0: And with that, too, I mean, let's talk about the injuries for that matter. And one that, that sticks out, you and I talked about it earlier off, you know, this week, and that was through our DMs and our, and our emails and our Q&A that folks can see on, on BadgerBlitz.com, uh, you know, previewing Rutgers. It, it's Aaron Crookshank. It's a wide receiver, dynamic kickoff, now punt returner for, for Rutgers and what he's done there. Uh, I know earlier this week, head coach Greg Shiano discussed just how – The status is pretty much unclear, and how Crookshank wants to go, but they are also not going to play a player that's not ready yet. Uh, Is there any updates on Crookshank, and just what could be expected if he can't go on Saturday in terms of a really good Rutgers special teams unit?
1: Yeah, uh, there's uh, no update so far. They don't really talk about injuries. Uh, We'll probably find out something Saturday morning, uh, but that's or Saturday afternoon, right before the game. But that's that's about it. Um, You know, he really changes the game on special teams. You know, they lose a lot when he's not there. Um, the first game he missed, they had a fumble punt return, and then uh, Northwestern scored like right after that. Uh, last week they uh, used Avery Young at, at punt return, and um, you know he's he mostly just fair catches it. Uh, he's not; he doesn't have the you know the dynamic speed like like, like Cook Shank has. Um, he's really explosive. So, um, but yeah, uh, other than that, um, we'll see if he can go. He got injured a couple weeks ago, uh, hurt his shoulder pretty good, um, but he's improved a lot as we talked about too at, at receiver. Um, so he was he, he's a big weapon for Rutgers and if they don't have him uh, it'll be it'll be not a good sign I guess
0: and let's talk about that offense real quick for for Rutgers you know you, you may not see this on your year- end but you um looking at it, we have a slide up about Rutgers offense points per game just under 24 uh you know rushing yards per game 143 per contest 3.5 yards per carry uh, passing for nearly 200 yards uh through the air nine touchdowns three interceptions third down conversions you know about 35 uh, percent they have allowed 14 sacks in eight, in eight games uh, so less than than one per contest and, and the turnovers they've actually kind of they've held on to the ball less than one three interceptions three fumbles lost just uh what makes this offense roll is it the running Game where they try to run first and then they go from there
1: um honestly it's uh mostly about you know limiting the turnovers like like you talked about Um, the big the big stress for the whole whole season has been not turning the ball over uh no vegetal is very careful careful with the ball they don't really take too many deep you know long throws deep shots um so they kind of you know pass short and everything like that um the the main question and the main theme this whole season has been the offensive line play um, they've struggled a lot at times they've had some injuries uh you know right now they have two former defensive tackles starting at guards um and have a have a walk on at right tackle um raquan O'Neill came back last week at left tackle he really kind of you know settled things down i guess kind of really helped help the offense there um but yeah as you know the the whole season greg shiana has been saying you no know, the team will go as far as the offensive line goes and you know, and you see, they finally played well last week, and and Rutgers won. They they ran the ball extremely well. Um, Isaiah Pacheco, Kama, Kama Nungai, both, both ran very well, had, you know, combined for over 100 yards. So, uh, and Rutgers had over 200 as a team. So, uh, Noah Vedrill even, even ran the ball. So, uh, the main thing that they do want to do is, is run the ball, and it's going to be really daunting against this Wisconsin defense. So, uh, Rutgers will need to have some sort of a passing game, you know, get Bill Melton going, maybe some of the tight ends. So, It'll, it'll definitely be a challenge, but the Rutgers offense has, or, or they did play a lot better last week. So.
0: Right. And of course, Wisconsin's rush defense number one in the nation allowing under 50 yards yeah. per carry, about 1.7 yards per carry, uh, What's it? 40, under 50 yards per game, 1.7 yards per carry, uh, for Jim Leonard's yeah. unit. Uh, always, it's always intriguing to watch just how, how they stuff the run and whatnot, but yeah, going to the other side and just how Rutgers plays, you know, on defense, allowing 21.5 21 and a half points per contest, about 144 per game yards per game on the ground. That's right around four yards per carry that they have. Uh, passing yards, you know they've given up 13 touchdowns. Uh, you know, up to, and then four interceptions. You know, also created four interceptions. The one stat that sticks out to me in this, Chris, is the fact that they, the third down conversion's They're 11th, you know, one of the best in the FBS in terms of stopping opponents on third down, 29.2%. And they have created some turnovers. Uh, you know, they're plus four overall in the season. They have 15 sacks, but uh, what's been standing out about the defense and just where are some areas that could be of concern against Wisconsin this and but where could they also thrive?
1: Yeah, uh, the main thing for the defense is getting healthy. Uh, you know, a lot of guys in the secondary this season have been banged up. Uh, the defensive line is going to have to really play well against Wisconsin. So, you know, uh, like I said, they're kind of hot and cold against stopping the run. You know, they played really well against Michigan. They played really well against Illinois stopping the run. And then there's other games where they couldn't stop anything. Uh, the big the big thing this season has been giving up big plays, and that's both, you know, in the passing and running game, though. Uh, so that that's going to be key there. Um, but yeah, you know, a couple of guys standing out like Fadi, all the at Fadi linebacker, Julius Turner at no tackle. Um, so they're going to have to play well, really in the middle, in the middle of the, in, in the middle of the defense, really, to kind of have a chance. So, uh, but the defense, the defense is Greg Shane, I was calling card. Um, you know, they do bring a lot of blitzes, which I'm sure, you know, probably helps on that, on that third down conversion percentage that, they, that you mentioned too. So, um, but they do need to get some kind of pass rush this week. Um, that's been kind of non-existent and, uh, You know, a turnover, too, would certainly help. They haven't really gotten a lot of turnovers since the beginning of the year. So, uh, you know, turnover will will be huge if they can get those.
0: I mean, especially to yeah, Wisconsin hasn't, hasn't turned over the ball much too in the past two games. They're plus six over the last couple of wins against Purdue and Iowa, which is a vast, differently, vast different story compared to what was happening earlier uh, this season. So that's going to be key for Wisconsin as well, just making sure that they protect the ball, especially on the road. No sudden change opportunities uh, against Rutgers, who I'm sure would try want, love to capitalize on any mistakes Wisconsin has and they inflict upon themselves. Uh, one of my last questions coming up for you, Chris, just in terms of keys of the game, just for Rutgers uh what are what's one key on offense what's one key on defense for the scarlet knights to try to pull off this upset against the badgers on saturday
1: yeah um offensively they have to try and run the ball um i know you know wisconsin obviously is you know very good against the run but they're gonna have to try and establish it at least a little bit um you can't just have wisconsin tee off on noah vedrel um he's he's gotten banged up a lot this season He's, he's probably the toughest dude on the team but you can't let him you know, take any shots. You got to, you know, you got to try to run the ball, establish something there. On, on defense, kind of the same thing. You got to, you got to stop the run. You know, Wisconsin is a great running team. They got the giant offensive line all, every year. So uh, that that's going to be key there. Um, and then I want to also mention special teams. Um, Adam Korsak, best punter in the in, in the country, in my opinion. Um, he's going to have to flip the field and kind of, you know, keep, keep Wisconsin down, you know, down by their own goal line, I guess. And uh, you know the, the big thing for this game is honestly the f- uh, field position battle. So, um, you know Rutgers has to you know have better starting starting field position uh, I, uh, in order to have a chance at this one too. So,
0: absolutely, yeah, that's always. That third phase of the game is always fun. Uh, And Wisconsin, for that matter, I mean, if Crookshank is able to play and be dynamic, I mean, Wisconsin has given Mm -hmm. up some big plays on kickoff coverage. Uh, You know, Obviously, the one against Notre Dame back in late September in Soldier Field, which led to a 31-point onslaught by the Irish that Wisconsin couldn't answer. Uh, Then even last week, the 44-yard return by Charlie Jones against Wisconsin, which the defense, for Wisconsin's sake, stalled out with a three and out uh, right away. But that's still – they came back and they – you know they took care of business thereafter, and Paul Chris praised them for that. But it's also just something to watch uh, on Saturday. I was going to say to you, Chris, before we let you go, what is your prediction for Saturday in Pescataway? You know, can the can Rutgers upset Wisconsin, or what's your pick uh, coming up this weekend?
1: Yeah, um, I think the spread right now is about uh, you know 14 points or so. It could be could be totally off on that, <laughs> uh, but I'm going to go. Uh, Wisconsin is going to blow you know blow past that. And when uh, 34-10, uh, you know, in years past, in the last, you know, since Rutgers joined the Big Ten and started playing Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin has been outscoring Rutgers by an insane amount. Um, I I think Wisconsin's defense is going to be too tough against Rutgers' you know struggling offense, and uh, you know the defense is just going to get gassed by the running game and uh, get tired, and you know. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go 34-10, and uh, but you know, Rutgers still has a couple games left after this one to to make a bowl game. So this is, uh, you know. Couple of chances.
0: I was gonna say with that too, Chris. Last okay, extra bonus question: Do you think Rutgers gets to a bowl game this year underneath Greg Schiano?
1: Well, a tough one. Uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, i will be positive. I'll go, I'll, I'll go, yes. Um, you know, if offensive line continues to improve and the defense gets healthy and uh, you know stops runs, you know they have they have winnable games against Indiana and Maryland after this, and you know they're gonna get up for the Penn State game. Uh, so you know it'll be definitely interesting. I think they definitely have a good shot and uh you know they've the guys last week really seemed to to believe that they have a chance so um it's it's it, it's up to them as she says you know she said a couple times in the last two weeks that you know the team has the pen to right the story for the rest of the season and uh you know it even it even starts starts this week you know you know you still have to play the game you know obviously wisconsin's probably the better team but you still have to play you never know uh you know college college football oh, yeah. is you know it, it gets crazy <laughs> so you never know
0: Oh, I know how that goes. Uh, and then, uh, what, else, before we let you go, Chris, what else do y'all have going up at the night report and coming up on Rutgers Uh, yeah,
1: you know, for the game, we'll have plenty of post game content articles. Uh, you know, every once in a while we'll do a video, uh, you know, kind of, kind of recapping things. Um, so yeah, we just have a couple articles, you know, we have, you know, basketball starting up soon. So that's always exciting. Rutgers had a very good season last year and they should you know, be, be very good again. Uh, yeah, just, you know, thanks thanks for having me on. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to
0: the game. Big thanks again for Chris for jumping on the show. We'll wrap it up here on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Badger underscore Blitz, me at Jake Coco, Chris at Chris Nowalski, uh, N-A-L-W-A-S-K-Y. And then search Facebook Wisconsin Badgers on BadgerBlitz.com. YouTube, please subscribe, search Badger Blitz, give us a thumbs up, give it give us those subscription you know, subscribing button thumbs up or what do you want to call them because you know that helps us out and we want to provide more content, grow this audience even further. And then on top of that, too, with this podcast, give us those five-star ratings, please subscribe on Apple, YouTube or Apple, Google, wherever you find us. Uh, You know, on podcasts, we are there. Spotify, forgot that. How could I forget Spotify, right? But tune in next week. We'll have more coming up. We'll have some more unique content coming up. But uh, thanks for listening. This is Jake Kukorowski again. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. Stay well. If you're in the Midwest, enjoy this warmer weather. We'll talk to you next week on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, powered by Overtime Media.